and welcome to Runners Radio, the final episode of 2019. We are doing a recap. So we've had so many illustrious guests on the show this year. We've uh, had so many Olympians, um, professional athletes, inspiring and motivational human beings that find stuff to do, find time around all their other stuff in their life, work, kids. We've had four of the most motivational and thought-provoking, conversation-provoking episodes on the Mental Health Podcast series, Above the Shoulders, which we will do again next year. But now, sitting across the desk from me, none of those things really ring true when I think and look at this man, but I'm welcome to wrap up the whole year that was 2019, Mick Sharkey. No sound effects. That wasn't Tommy. I always wanted to do that, Rick. Yeah, that wasn't Tommy Senior. That was Mick Shark. You're upstairs in our, in our wives, both our wives. They run a separate business called Foxy Feelgood. I feel like Red Simon's on uh, their Red sound places. their sound healing meditation room, which is a beautiful, serene space. That's satisfying. N- not akin to us, I wouldn't imagine. But there is a massive gong in the corner. That big that, gong. I'm tipping that gong is worth a lot more than Red Simon's old hey hey it's Saturday gong. It's a big gong. Thanks for coming back on board, mate. We actually did a session together this morning. We both yes. trained, and um, you've gone off to radio and spoke about. How do you talk about horse racing at Christmas when there's just nothing going on? Money, Rick. They pay me, okay. basically. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> That's how fair I do it. There's not much else to talk about. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's so much NBA, NFL, oh. cricket. All the good sports are firing, but then you've got to go and talk about horse racing. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, the monotony sport that just keeps rolling day in, day out. 364 days a year? Yeah, I know. Good Friday, we don't race, and uh, Christmas Day, so we don't race. So we get two days off a year, which is Thanks great. for coming on for this ep, mate. It's been a while between drinks for me and you. Yeah, um, You've we're been talking to proper celebrities. Very much so. And, and not even just celebrities, but just some of the more inspiring type setups. Oh, yes. And I guess we'll lead off the show with that. The guest situation's been extraordinary this year. We did have a break over the winter while we set up runners online and the online coaching videos properly but we got stuck back into it with a absolute um supremity with the spring uh, above the shoulder series and then finished off last week with mel yuri who was as of course as the listeners know the first woman ever to complete the uber man and we're not going to talk the about uber man? the uber man now i'm gonna it's a 40 uh, nearly a 40k like swim a, a big sort of Taxi sort of ride. Yeah, it's a big man. Uh, the Uber, we, we've done it. We've had a few Ubers, man. You in the last few weeks, and hopefully my rating has come up and plummeted at one stage. My Uber rating. Do you know how to guarantee a five star rating? Shake their hand when you get out. That's rubbish. No, I, introduce yourself. Say, "Go on, Rick. Here you go. Shake the hand." And then we get out and say, have a good day. Uh, Guaranteed five-star rating. I, I always try to, like, obviously different times of the night. I'm, I'm probably a little bit less um, articulate than others. But I, I certainly always say day and high-five and appreciate and always say thank you and please. But anyway, enough about my Uber rating. The Uber man, uh, nearly a 40K swim. Uh, what was it? A 600-odd, 640K bike ride and um, 100 How many days is this over? She's amazing. Um, it was over five days she got it done. So the first ever one, but we'll talk about that later. Nice. We've got lots of other running and endurance sport to chat about, but we're just going to wrap up runners, uh, I guess, on the runners radio podcast for the year. Um, but more well, more what we've, our guys have achieved in 2019. Which some is quite, highlights. Some highlights, I guess you'd say. And I guess some of the highlights on the show, apart from... Uh, Mel Yuri, I think the mental health podcast was the bigger one, and we'll be serious for two minutes, me and you, because the amount of uh, feedback that received was almost um, 
Look, it wasn't fathomable really because all our videos and online training videos and stuff, um, the feedback's great. But this one was, uh, we, we there was a lot bigger reason. And me and you joke, um, but both that that whole series was uh, very close to both of our hearts as well. And we just really want to keep these conversations moving. And hopefully, Absolutely. hopefully, what we did in September and October can um, can keep the the doors of communication wide open. Nothing and, is uh, too hard or too bad. You know, in your life, and you might think when something you're going through tough times that oh, this is shocking, and no one knows what I'm going through. And it might seem like the worst possible moment in the world, whatever's happening in your life that's that's not going according to plan. But uh, it only gets worse if you don't talk to people about it. So if you've got something on your mind, or you want to just you know have a bit of a brain dump yeah. on somebody, go and find a mate or, or or somebody that that you know will listen to you. And, Get it out there, get it off your chest. It's the best thing to do. And you're certainly not alone. Like the chances are that um, if there's a room of ten people, there's there's eight of them that have suffered depression, anxiety, um, addiction of some kind in in that in their life. So that's eighty no percent. So that's eighty percent of the room. So please don't feel like you're alone. There's all kinds of. Uh, I've just finished a good book um, by Scott Douglas, who's a, a very good runner, he, uh, dealing with running. And running is my therapy, as it's called for you listeners. Running is my therapy. Is the name of the book, and it, it goes really deep into a lot of the science and it is a beautiful book and I recommend it for all our listeners who really love that series. So we had Harry Summers who's an Olymp- uh, about to be an Olympian or World Champs athlete, Commonwealth Games athlete, will be one of the great Australian runners over the next 10 years. We had Daniel Strickland on um, and we had Glenn... Stricko? Stricko was on. Glenn Mickey, you didn't listen. You didn't know for once he wasn't. Well, see, that's why I didn't listen to Stricko because yeah. every time he's, he's trying to sell me olive oil. He, he, yes, he's a salesman. Glenn Mickey and... Um, Brad Sykes. So three local football um, identities and Harry Summers, who's got claims to being the best Australian distance runner currently, barring Stu McSwain. So there's... Um, How do you know him? Oh, I just I didn't. I reached out to Harry and Harry, was, Harry was more than happy That's to, to come. That's the that you've got no, no, no. in this sort of space. When you ring and they get the little Mirabella hotline, they <laughs> say, I'm in. No, no. And Strickers, look, all, all those four... Guys, and we would love to get some females on as well, uh, listeners as well. All those four guys had um, really nice takeaways, and and I've got no doubt that if you listen to them, you listen to them again and again, maybe three or four times, you might take different things away, and maybe three things from Stricko, a couple of things from Mouse Mickey, and all of a sudden you got your own tools, and that's how that's how we learn and and um, self develop. But that was definitely the highlight for me uh, for the year. We had a lot of great guests on, a lot of great distant endurance athletes. And um, Olympians, Dale Stevenson, and that. But we had Mick Sharkey. But the coaches' corner, we had physiologist Dawson Kidgel. Yes. We had we had experts like that have forgotten more than Sharkey knows about sports science. Um, lots of the coaches, Luke McElroy, thanks for that. Steve King, Andrew Lemon, just real professionals in the biomechanical field. Doctor, he's a gun. Doctor Peter Maliaris was on. Now he's a magnificent man. He's the leading tendon guy in the world. Yeah. I'm not overstating him. So he was good enough to come on. We spoke for an hour. He was so generous with his time. And then we had you, which um, let's be honest, a bit of a letdown. But anyway, yeah, down to the bottom of the barrel. We'll continue on. Now, run- usually when you. Talking about people you've had on your start at the shit end, yeah, and you work up, you work up, so you leave them on a high, going wow. I realised I had nowhere else to go, and then I just <laughs> I haven't mentioned Shark. I guess no. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, Shark does a lot with us. Say our community in Melbourne here, listeners, is two fifty to three hundred odd, and we've got a really beautiful little community just um, support each other. And Shark does a lot of uh, little things just to help the culture. He edits some 
humorous videos, and one of those was the flash mob uh, video on Treaties. You can check it out on YouTube and on um, our runners' Facebook pages and Instagram. Mrs. G, no one knows her real name. Her actual real name's Lauren Ziegler, so don't worry about her name. It's but Mrs. G, Mrs. G, I've just made that one up. Mrs. G and Joe Cam, who's one of our lovely coaches and one of our yes. originals. Girls did a great job. Those two choreographed um, 12 of our ladies in Santa costumes dancing to the Mar- Mariah Carey song. Which sounds easier than it actually was because, you've, number one, you've got to get 12 people willing to dress up and look a little bit silly and then learn a choreographed dance that goes for about four minutes and then do it on a moving treadmill. It's pretty impressive. So it's, yeah, there's a, there's a bit to it. I know for a, a fact there's a lot of girls and guys um, that wanted to join in that loved the idea that weren't confident on the moving Look, it wasn't moving at great paces, but the coordination to do it. So yeah. 12 of our uh, both our wives, Mick, and 10 other beautiful ladies were on that. So check it out on Runners Facebook and Insta. Those girls did a magnificent job and just sums up the culture. Shark edits all that kind of stuff for us, which is great. Um, and the Runners Online stuff obviously goes from strength to strength. We've got some big, big things happening with that in 2020. So to all our online um, athletes who view the videos and listen to the videos and the trails and, and the track outside, um, thanks for all your great feedback. And we definitely love seeing your results all around the world, marathoners, PBs, weight loss, whatever it may be. Um, and on the note of, of production, we're going to be remiss of me not to mention Tom Senior, who, oh, superstar. who does all the podcast editing and the mental health stuff was a lot of work for him as well. And also edits some of our um, our other videos on the SNC type series. So thanks, mate. And I'll get my last production stuff out of the way with Dave Collins and Angry Chair, who produced all the running videos. And you can know the quality that is and a lot of our marketing stuff as well. So big, a lot of, a big, big team. It takes us on to SNC, which you did this morning. Mm-hmm. SNC, we've had a big year, haven't we, Mick? It's good. Very good. Strength and conditioning um, for you athletes, we talk about it so much. A big passion of mine. Now, the reasons we lift, runners, um, If you you might learn a few things out of this episode, but the number one thing is you just must be lifting. Running economy, okay, injury prevention. At the end of the day, if Shark wants to run a faster 10K, he's got to be re- remain injury-free for two or three years. The only way he can do that is to put some tension on his tendons and muscular structure. I just like being able to pick up my girls and yeah. hold all three of them at once. Hundred percent. That's a beautiful. And that, I, I know it sounds silly, but that is mm. largely. I don't do the marathons and stuff that a lot of people do here, but that's part of the reason I do it because I want to be able to pick up my three daughters at once and carry them around and mm. give them big cuddles for as long as I can, no matter how big they are. Just that's them beautiful. Up and yeah. Happy days. And to sink life in a nutshell, that's what it's all about. Like um, to be able to to be around the family or friends or pets or whatever and be the best version of yourself. So that's strength and conditioning is massive on that. And our coaches in um, 2019 in this building have been unbelievable. Um, Janine Edmonds just come on board. Now, Janine's got 31 years of experience. She's a ridiculously... She's a fit unit. Fit unit and just a beautiful person and it's so really empathetic. So Janine um, is one of them. Stacey Nainer, S&C specialist and really good with Olympic lifting type form. So Stacey's been helping us out since we started here. So Stacey's been magnificent. Lisa Wilson, who is our uh, one of our guardian angels at Runners for Man Show. She's just a beautiful lady. Takes mostly runners stuff, but it helps out with the S and C side of it as well. So thanks, Willow and Joe Cam, who um, is a physical edu- physical educator for 25 years as well, has run done everything there is to do in distance running, Gaelic mm. and netball, and he's really good with the technique side of it as well. So Joe, Lisa, Stacey, Janine, thank you. They're some of our magnificent, experienced, talented coaches, mate. So you got anything to add on those four? No, superstars. 
you, you can't run a place like this on your own. So, you know, people like that and the team that work around you in Shell, it makes it all tick and it's all part of it, isn't it? That community is, aspect. We are very, I've, I've mentioned the production team, Lou Lunnis, who's the general manager, does a little bit of stuff. About to pop. Too, about to pop, baby. And um, of course, the Crash Girls as well. And Shell and Lou, um, Shell and, Shell and, Shell and Juz, who work up here in Foxy Field, good meditation, just give the joint. Come and that, give it a go. That holistic aspect that we're after for so long. If you and I can do it, anyone can do it. 100%. It's helped me so much. Um, that holistic, they got a lot of stuff online as well, guys, if you want to check it out. That holistic aspect that we wanted for so long. Enough about HQ. We're going to go into the performances of the year. Last week, we had our presentation night and Christmas party, which has always ended up quite large. But we'll go into the trophy winners this year. Now, it's not about individuals, Mick, but um, it's nice to recognise them. We, we named about 30 or 40 of them. But um, performance of the year this year, um, there was two of them, two males this year. Grant Wallace, who ran a super 100K, and um, he's ran a two, two by 100Ks this year, and he's marathon PB. And that's what I guess most people would come to me to get their marathon times down and probably lesser events. And it does, not lesser, but lesser volume. So from 1500 to the marathon, probably be our speciality in here. And that parlays into your distance running. So, what we, was the time for the marathon? His time was low, th uh, sub, sub 3.30, which for an ultra man was pretty good because he wanted to his, – his main goal was to get his 100K time down, okay? So, and he's done that, but he's also taken 10, 15 minutes off his marathon. Uh, and Heath McMillan, who ran a 3.14 on Gold Coast on debut – uh, we, we've put it up on debut and that's the thing where like all these guys will get quicker and we want to get, be getting quicker in our 50s and 60s guys but um, Heater will get quicker again and we put an 18 month pretty structured plan in place for Heater um, to make that debut and run in 314 most consistent now you see these ladies in here all the time, the different time slots, but Shannon Maguire and Amy Phillips. Yep. Amy ran some magnificent times this year, but also played netball and was also a really good team, netball team, uh, Frankston Stonecats and mother of two boys. Shannon, mother of two girls, uh, just does not put a foot wrong. The most sessions for the year in here, Shannon Maguire. Yeah, have to be. Sometimes she was in here twice yeah, in one day. Yeah, but just not obsessive, just structured, and I, I helped her program everything. And race walked. He's unable to run, Shan, so she's on the bike three to four times a week, S&C, religiously, and race walked. Race the, walking, the what is that? Well, is Google. just walking in a race? Walking really fast. No, but no, is there a certain Of course, there's a skill to it. Is that what it was? Who was the Australian lady that got kicked out of the Olympics when she was just about that weird? Jane Seville. Yeah, and what happened? She her foot and a uh, leg I, were not pointing north. I've, I've in done the it. Same I don't know. I'm not going to try to explain it. There's and a lot better than me. Astral I, physics. Yeah, like, why did she lose? I don't understand. What there'll happened. be honestly. There's. Wasn't she walking? She it became a jog. I think, but when it becomes a jog, they they. But I'm not going to. I've done it in coaching courses, but it's not for me. But Shannon did it and did amazing. Uh, race what the whole marathon. So magnificent work, Shannon. Um, what do we have here? What do we got? Coaches award. Uh, went to uh, what do we got? Jess uh, Jess Elliott lost sixteen kilos this year, purely running sixteen kilos, um, and that's a lot. That's in twelve months, and we did it intelligently. We and cheese was so disciplined, so well done, Jess. And Emma Lugren, who is just um, just bloody super. She does everything right, and she just ticks all the boxes. Ran a couple of marathons this year. Gold Coast being her peak, and another working mum of three. Jess is a mum of two, mum of three. Sorry, Jesse. Mobsy, a mum of two, one of the most determined. Now, she's been a most determined athlete her whole life, but she, she PB'd another marathon, so more PBs. Uh, Mobsy just continues How to... How fast did Mobsy run? 
Uh, good question. Low 330s. She continued to move the needle. And we just continue to work together to move that needle, Mobsy. And Claire... Claire on debut ran, I think, a low four, high three. She's an amazing mum of two as well, owns her own business, and just super, just loves pain. Said to me yesterday, she just loves to hurt. And she loves to hurt. She loves to hurt, Claire. And she ran her first marathon and did it brilliantly in Melbourne. So well done, Claire. Most determined. Final two, very important awards, these ones. Cultural Ambassador Awards, which you are a past winner. Past winner. Is that 2017? I think that's a nice way of saying... Uh... No, nah, it's not because everyone's a good athlete. Yeah, and, true, true. Apart from you, really. Well, but, yeah. but you did play very well footy. Beck Long Jake, time ago. Beck Jacobson um, is the cultural ambassador, and Tara Carter is the cultural ambassador. Two of the greatest humans you'll ever meet. Always happy, always smiling. Champion yes, they do half marathons, but Tara is a very busy in the corporate world. Has two beautiful kids, and Beck Jacobson is a, an artist and also works in the city. So, just always flat out, always. But the most important thing is. When they enter a room, people feel better about themselves. I reckon I saw Tez uh, Apollo Bay run. Did she do the half marathon or the she full did, marathon? She did the 23K. That. Yeah. So at the end of that, I'm hungover as hell because, mm. you know, I ran a big 6K. Mm. So I, cel- I celebrated like I mm. won the Olympic gold medal. Correct. Uh, wandered down to the side of the road. I'm standing around looking. I don't actually know what I was doing. Everyone else was down there, so I just wandered down. Didn't recognize anybody. <laughs> and then here comes Tez walk on. Hi, hi, hi. Big smile on her face and thinking, dude, you're like 22Ks into a 23K run. Yeah. So that, How that, can you feel like this right now? She's just happy Yeah, all she's the awesome. Time. She's awesome. And look, it's just about making making life easy, isn't it? Man, we want to keep life simple and you hang around with people like that, you make your life simple. And Beck's going to help us invest in art because she works at an art gallery. She's, she's got all the inside running on the next best artists and whatnot. That's not where it's not where coming up through the through the run. So we have to you know, we have to pick her brain a little bit so we can all buy the next Van Gogh and stick it on the wall and wait for him to die and then wait for him to get to, to get rich. That's how it works, isn't it? It's certainly not what I think about when I think of Beck Jacobson. I think about a great athlete, technically perfect in the weights room and a great person, but you think about making money. What a surprise that may be. No, it's just a just an avenue. Okay. She can she can provide it. She can open our minds. How That's many, what it's about. How many pies? You only got ten fingers. How many pies? How many fingers you got left to put in more pies? Still got a great ocean ride. It was a great event. We're not going to. It was good fun. We're Long not going to. We're not going to mention any more people. Everyone's had some great Book stuff. Book in now. Great ocean the ride. Caravan Park lady will yell at you if you ring up two weeks before, like I didn't say. Have you wow. got any sites? So she told me to. F- yeah, Sharky. I don't think he. Um, we haven't spoken about. That was obviously seven months ago now. But Shark. Um, Shark. Uh, he, he slept on a. A tent, you know, not even a swag. swag. The canvas coffin. So we're having beers on the Friday because we we were just up there for a bit of a run this year. Well, nothing serious. Um, our family and a few of our so there was a hundred runners crew there, and obviously different years we take it more seriously. We're having a few beers tonight before the Saturday, and I said to Shark, just come and stay in our room, mate. You've got a couch. It's a, the kids are in bed. Just just come. he goes, no, no, I'm right. He sends me a photo of the he's in a swag, and it's got to be four to five degrees outside Celsius. Anyway, he he, he woke up in his swag and ran and. Yeah, he had a great time. He made his debut, so he's going back, and now he's bringing Juz and the kids. We had a lot of runners, but um, that particular like event, like um, Janine Edmonds, to took take thirty minutes off the forty four k was one of the highlights. Thirty minutes. Yep. 
in 12 months. She's very... It's a whole episode of Seinfeld. It's an amazing one. That was one of the highlights, but there was lots of highlights. There's lots of... Like I said, I've got 100 people. I'm not going to know more. Melbourne Marathon was fantastic. Gold Coast sensational. Surf Coast, we had Granter and Janine and Cassie McKinsley go. Have a go there. Basketball, football, netball, cricket, soccer. These are all sports that our athletes play and do them with aplomb at VFL. We're going to be lacrosse people. No, no, the cross, no. Lots of VFL and local footballers and a few AFL boys floating through. The international marathons, Tash and Sonia did the Berlin Marathon and both PBs. Um, Sharky can't keep his hands still. He's playing with some of the girls' toys. Enough of that, Mick. And Kate Gothard and Adam Austin did the New York Marathon. Ironman, we're getting there. Ironman was sensational. Not as many this year. We've got a few triathletes in the gate in the uh, sprint distance, Olympic distance. But Steve Tilders did two Ironman this year, which is phenomenal. And Schuster made her debut. Now, can I? I'm going to mention Schuster because she um Schuster. She'll do it. This is Jen Schuster. She's been with us for about seven years now. She's Hall of Fame next year. Has lost since the beginning of her journey. I think now she's gonna. I'm gonna misquote. I think, but she's gonna post it on Facebook on Christmas Day. 100 kilograms. Oh. 100 kilograms. She did a. Get. I'm serious, mate. She did a half marathon. A half a marathon cross. Half Ironman. The 70.3 distance. Which, 100 kilos. Yes, mate. Which Mick? Can I tell you what that is again? Because I know you're not too up to date with the endurance sport. 1.9k swim, 90k bike ride, a half marathon, 21.1 to finish. Jen Schuster, mate, this has been a dream of mine, mostly hers, but mine and hers as well. We've worked together for the last seven or eight years. That's incredible. It is incredible, mate. That's a whole person. So no one in... Two people, mate. No one in um, runners knows this apart from me and a couple others. So we keep it... She keeps it... I'm allowed to say it now because this show won't go out till after Christmas. So there you go. Mick, Sharky, Jen Schuster, 100 kilos. That is Jen. That's bloody amazing. She's an amazing person. I rate that. She comes and trains at 4.30 in the morning. That's running. Thirty. Yes, mate. You know all these things. Don't you? You, just, you just, you just. Oh, you roll in at six nineteen and don't know anyone else or what? Six nineteen, but the warm up. I don't need the warm up. The I session starts at six fifteen. Yeah, but it, does, it never does. Right. right. Now that's I've come I, at six nineteen before and you're still yapping along, uh, trying to work out your mobile phone and put on terrible music. Now listen, Mick. Yeah. I, I, what's happening? The golf day. I neglected to mention the golf, golf day, day was good. You were surprisingly uh, Not coordinated. Oh, please. The, the boys thought I was only good at um, having like running and footy. I said oh, I can hit a ball. My first swing. Like when you when you say you can hit a ball, it was like you can hit a ball, but I'm not sure the ball then goes in the direction that you're aiming to hit it. If you know what I mean. Like yes, you can hit a ball. We got a lot of good golfers at runners, and me and Shark were but probably sideways. Me and you were probably equal worse if we're going to. Oh, look, gonna, I've gonna, seen some of your work. If you're going to point fingers, no, no. Look, it's not my game. I definitely want to work on it. But that was a great, real fun social day. Um, Stricko, Strick, the two Strickos, Tubsy, and who else? Matt Law won that day. There was an Ambrose format. We had a few really social afternoon afterwards. That well, was great fun. It was supposed to be a quiet afternoon. Yeah. And I estimate we drank at least twenty jugs of beer. Yeah, no, it's, it wasn't. It was. It was a little Which, bit quiet. Which I don't know about you, but I did not need that. No, it was a little bit quiet. I think I'm finished off. But I just want to say well done to all those guys, and um, and really proud of all the team sport athletes. Um, I mentioned the coaches before. The junior athletic development has been going off tits. So, junior athletic development. Stacey and Joe run that magnificent setup from eleven to fifteen year olds. So thank you. Lots of good young athletes in there. Now before I move on, is there anything I've missed, Mick? 
I think you've covered it. Runners online stuff's gone magnificent. So the guys that look, start tagging runners in your, your training runs. I know yeah, you email, do and, it. You, you email and text me, but just tag runners, runners tag family. It. Even if you're not, you never ever met me. Like we've obviously, you feel like you run to me in my videos and my audio twice a week minimum. So must tag. Must tag and Sharky. Um, we'll get Sharky in some of those videos to put a face to his beautiful voice. Um, wow. Now, we're going to get into the endurance sport of 2019, which won't be as long-winded, but... Any uh, uh, New Zealanders that moved to Thailand or uh, Scandinavian ice sledders who lived in a teepee in Barbados that decided they were going to run? Any of those people? Any of my mates? Mm, Chip Chip Chogi or Babogi or Eleanor, unpronounceable last name, any of those sort of people? It was a massive year in endurance sport. Yeah. Uh, Massive, massive year. Now, the Aussies, Stewie McSwain on Saturday evening when um, the Zatapak and he also broke uh, the Benson Lawrence's 10,000 metre world uh, national record. Up yours, Benson. No, Benson Lawrence is a legend, brother. But uh, but not anymore. He's now a memory. No, Saint. Benny McSwain. We love Benny Saint. Benny Saint would have been watching, going, "Well done." Actually, Benny was in the race. He came six. So Benny would have been just behind him, saying, "You just broke my national record." I think everyone that was there at Box Hill on Saturday night knew they were going to see a national record from Ivor Stewie or Paddy Tiernan. Paddy Tiernan took it out very, very hard and went the whole way. So clearly Irish. He's Australian. A very bright. Paddy Tiernan. Patrick always. He's a Queenslander, yes. 100% Irish. Stuart McSwain's from King Island. He's the mayor of King Island. Stuart McSwain King Island. and Harry Summers are going to have a ding-dong battle over the next decade to see who can hold the most national records. But Benny St. Lawrence is one of the toughest runners in the history of Australia. Sounds like, I'm just going to say it. Please don't. Because everyone else is thinking it. Sounds like the name of a porn star. Ben St. Lawrence. Benny St. Lawrence. Benny St. Lawrence sounds was, like a porn star. Was a very, very good Just after dark. It. A, he was a very good after dark specialist. Just saying. Before he found sounds like a porn star. Before he found elite distance running, he did very well after dark. Old Benny Saint. You do some reading on Benny St. Lawrence circa. Oh, eight, oh, nine when he was you at just uni, see he did very well. A remake. You know how they did the parody films? Like you could see Star Wars starring Benny St. Lawrence. I know it's topical because Star- I've never seen Star Wars. And what? I'm sure I've seen episodes. You've never seen Star Wars. I'm a better chance to see Star Wars than Star Wars, Mick. I've Mate, never... go and watch Star Wars. Yeah, I know. It's, it's topical this weekend because it's, it's been released. Yeah, well, it wasn't my cup. I was more. Mate, when the little Wookiees come out of the forest and start doing their slingshots and that, you just get around them. I was more Rocky Four and Varsity Blues. Luke gets his so. hand chopped off. Yeah, I'm not about it. But no, hey, look, I know people love it. So I'm. if some people are passionate about it, that's magnificent. Now, I'm going to get to the biggest thing of the year now. I'll tell you what, road racing. <laughs> Road racing uh, took a big, big step forward in 2019. Everyone's going to talk about breaking two, and we're not going to spend much time on it because it's yeah. been done to death. But Elliot Kipchoge did break two in Vienna in October. Uh, he went 159.40. Clearly, there was 40 pacemakers there. Wind assisted. Uh, no, wind assisted, but it was pacemakers. He was on one of those, um, what, are you, what are they called? Segways for part of it. I'm not even sure what they mean. But you, know the, you know the shoes, you know the... What about the runners? I'm not going to talk about the what next What about percent? the runners with the little wheels? No, there's it? two things I'm not going to talk about in this show today. is Next Percent Shoes and um, especially Kip Chogi's ones and uh, Alberto Salazar. Next Percent Shoes? Shush. It'll take away from... Yeah, I'm Googling listen, Nike have just done... What all Nike have done is become better at returning our natural energy to our to our stride. So it improves... How much economy. do they cost? Uh, 400-ish. 
It improves, what? It improves running economy, but I'm not going to talk about it. Kipchoge, he did something that no other human being... Can How much we, are they on sale? Can we stop, Mick, and talk about this, please? Enough Google in the shoes. I don't care. It's been done at F on every other podcast. 320 bucks? That's US. Now, listen. So he it went, is too. He went 159.40, and he had some Aussie pacemakers. Just one of the more historic moments in uh, distance running. But we've got to talk about other people. Like Kipchoge, That's ridiculous. Listen, Kipchoge, I've been quoted on radio a couple of times and saying the world record will not fall under two hours in a real race, and I still hold that. Uh, Kipchoge's world record, of course, is 201.39. It might be his green one. That he, went, that he went 2018. Now, apparently uh, in Rio, not Rio, where am I? In Tokyo in 2020, they're going to be next level again. The shoes. Yeah. So don't you want to? So keep Chogies in the race, Mick. So really, keep, keep should ch- we be running barefoot to find out really who is the fastest and who's the best? It's an arms race at the moment, but look, I tell you what, you can't all have rocket shoes. They're not rocket. They, they don't do anything more than Mate, what the running. Body these look do. like rocket shoes to me. There was a good explanation by um by Moose Moose. Uh, the great Here we man. go. Nike Vaporfly shoes make runners faster. Can you just get rid of your phone? I'm sick of I'm sick of him Googling stuff on the fly and then not knowing what he's talking about. Enough. Okay. Julian Spence, Moose, um, who owns a running company in Ballarat, he um he made a good description on the Inside Running Podcast. They do get very close to the running, your perfect running economy. So say Mick Sharkey uh, is running along on an asphalt road in a marathon yep. and he's wearing- Never going to happen. He's wearing Brooks races or, yeah, or A6DS races. Um, each, every time you step, your body, um, short stretch, shortening cycle gives back responsive energy. So 60% of your, of your running economy, the energy you put in the ground is brought back through your, your leg. Whereas these shoes enable you to go a 90 to hundred percent. The energy you put into the ground, 180 steps a minute is brought back through your stride. So that's what I'm missing. It just makes running easier for longer, but I'm not going to say that. Look. At the end of the day, he's ran 201.39 last year in Berlin. And I'll I'll still stick to this, listeners. And there's people that want to argue with me, I know, um, that no one in a race for a long time will go under two hours in an actual race. Yeah, but that takes I no, agree. That takes <laughs> that takes nothing away from Kipchoge's amazing experiment, the physiologists involved, and all credit to Nike and, and Inos and the, the yeah. all, all the physiologists. They want to put rocket shoes on their athletes. Enough of the go rocket for shoes. It. But what we would what we all do want to see, listeners, is Jeffrey Camwell. Ha oh, my favourite. Yeah, he's your favourite. Now, I'm going to preface this with by saying the only issue with these shoes is when you've got Adidas, New Balance, and other sponsored athletes wearing Adidas and New Balance gear, but wearing the Nike Next Percent and colouring them in, so no one knows. What do you mean colouring them well, in? So no one sees. Well, they only come in well, that's an issue. fluorescent pink and fluorescent yellow, it's, from what I can see. I, I love the shoes, but what I'm saying is it's got a lot of the, the suits, the super suits from Ian Thorpe, Mick, Grant Hackett. Like so 04, should they, serious question. Get, they got banned as well. Should they all have to run in the same shoes? It might happen, mate. It, it might. It just, well, ideally, that's what happens, yes. But anyway, we'll see what happens. But when, I, I believe that's been happening the last few months, and that's that's an issue. Like, if I'm getting paid 100 grand a year to run in Adidas gear, I'm wearing all the singlet and shorts, but... Because I don't want to miss out, quote unquote, on wearing these shoes. Well, don't start Googling. Anyway, Jeffrey Camwell went 58.01 for a world record in the half marathon in Copenhagen. Just let that sink in, Mick. 58.01. So, and of course, Kanisa Bikili, one of my all-time favourites, who is possibly the greatest track athlete of all time. Kanisa Bikili. He's the world record holder at 5,000. Oh, that's a man. He's a world record holder at five. Kenisa, it thousand like. and ten thousand from two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Listen, like one of the members of TLC. He's he's know? taken a long time Shaniqua, to step up to the marathon. Kenisa, but in Berlin, only three months ago, he went two hundred one forty one, which is only two X's, which is only two seconds 
slower than our Kipchoge's world record the previous yeah. year. So listen, what I want to say is we're going to preempt these three buggers to run all together in the Tokyo Marathon and the Olympics. Imagine having Jeffrey Camwell, Elliot Kipchoge and Kenisa Bikili line up on the start line for an Olympic marathon, Mick. I would, I would nearly turn on the TV to watch that. I'm serious. This could, can you please get me another beer, Mick? This could be one of the great marathons of all time if if they line up. So when the, tell me about watching a marathon on telly because let's face it, it's as close as I'm going to get unless say so that you ride a bike in a marathon. Um, how do they broadcast it? Because I can't imagine it. Oh, just a bit of froth. You can have. You can have that one. I'll do um, that. How how could they make that exciting? I'm not seeing a lot of excitement. Is it exciting? Mate, it's two hours of brilliance. And listeners may think he's been facetious. No, he's not. Slightly ignorant. No, I am 100%. I, I do understand what you're saying. Now, from a viewing perspective... Although if, I do watch fishing shows. So. Well, it's pretty similar, bro. Mm. If you see your passion. But look, you've got the tactics, you've got the toughness, you've got the, the racing groups, like you can follow different groups on TV. The commentators are really good, usually, at telling the listeners what's going on and what they're trying to do by doing A, B, and C, so accomplish different things. Um, you can watch running economy, watch running form, but at the end of the day, it's about racing, and that's why I love Olympic finals probably more, and I think most purists do, than if they're going to be have a pacemaker out there bloody with a rabbit, do you know what I mean? I'd rather see a good Olympic marathon final run and one in 205 than run and one in 201 in Berlin with paces. What's the next best technological advance apart from shoes they're going to make? Mate, you can't you can't beat shoes because running economy is king. Because running what about wind? What do you mean? You can't. What you're going to change? You're going to tell God or the spirits to make the wind? No, no. You know how it's like that air resistance and things. Oh, like that. mate, you can't. You're pretty much naked already, but you can't do much. But could you? Could they take it even further and say, right, we're just going to have you running <laughs> in a pair of jocks, nah. and we'll, we will like temporary yeah. tattoo who you are on your body yeah. to get that? Like, what? How much more economical can they make it? They can't. They're really good. The shoes are king because look, the three, we always talk about the three main physiological um, performance parameters, VO2 max, lactate threshold, we talk about ad nauseum in here, and running economy is king. Running economy for all sport, everything over 10,000 metres is so important. So, And the shoes are the key to economy. But let's get off the shoes, please, because I want to talk to you about Bridget Koskai. Now, I'll tell you oh, what, 16, 16 years ago, Paula Radcliffe ran... Uh, world record marathon time in, I think it was also Chicago. Bridget goes to Chicago. Is Chicago a fast course? Yeah, it's fast ish, yep. Yeah. What makes it fast? Well, they're just it's the windy flat. city. Yeah, Is so, it wind assisted? So, Chicago, Chicago um, Berlin, and London are quite fast, those three, but definitely Berlin. But Bridget ran 2.14.04 to take three minutes off this. Yes, she was in the shoes, listeners. Three minutes and 14 seconds. So, Paula Radcliffe's world record in the marathon females. English Paula has never ever been touched by all these so Africans. How close was Old Love before she had the rocket shoes? Uh, she was a couple of minutes away, buddy. So she improved five minutes with these shoes. Mate, yeah. I need to get these shoes. If you want to say that, that's what That happens. means I can run my 6K that I did at Great Ocean Road and without doing any extra work, <laughs> I will run five minutes faster. No, no, it's definitely. Well, 6K is a bit different to a marathon for one. But Bridget, 
Uh, 10 minutes faster. Is that what you're saying? No, she's a super athlete, Bridget Koskai. I followed her for... She was only 26 already, so she... I mean, it's felt like she's so young, but she's... It's crept up on us. She's got another 10 to 15 years of running left, I would imagine. I'm going to touch on the world champs, and then I'll let you do your thing. The world champs every two years are really good events. Oh, yeah. Um, this year, I believe this guy's... You say Kipchoge, but one of the great athletes of the year. Joshua Cheptegaimik on the 10,000 metre track Chip world title. Guy. He also broke the road 10K record and was the Diamond League 5,000 winner. So that's a massive year for Joshua Chip, the guy. <laughs> Tim Cherry at 1,500 metres. I just found the greatest joke. All right, we'll get... Oh, sorry. Tim, uh, Tim Cherry on the 1,500 metres. Lisa DeCisa, who you might remember from uh, breaking 2.27, went 2.10 in the marathon to win it. And Mukhtar Edris won the 5,000 title, 12.58. Mukhtar Edris. From the females, we had Sifan Hassan. I reckon you just made, make these names up. We had Sifan Hassan win. This is a quite controversial. No one's checking up. Because everyone that knows Chico anything. Chico is out there selling olive oil, listening to us as he drives around. You reckon he's Googling whether Mukhtar Edris or whatever Edris. is real? Well, I'm pretty sure most people that actually with any kind of knowledge whatsoever know Mukhtar Edris. But anyway, Sifan Hassan. Now, this that never happens, and it's quite an amazing range. It also was right in the middle of the Alberto Salazar controversy when he was banned for four years um, for, what's, what can we say, controversial supplementation and doping almost. She won the 1,510,000 on the track, which is ridiculous range, but we're not going to go negative. Well done, Sifan Hassan. And... Helen Oberry won the 5,000 metres and Ruth Chepnagedic, that's actually even got me, Ruth Chepnagedic won, won the marathon and that marathon was hot as, if you look at the uh, the marathon in Doha that year, that was hot and that was uh, 2.30 odd for Ruth. Now I'll tell you what, Mick, he's laughing and la I wanted to get those in because I'll tell you what, some of the best athletes in the world and we've got to talk about them. What are you laughing at? Oh, you tell me when it's ready for we. When you're ready for the joke, I've, I'm got, ready now. I've got the top three marathon jokes. Go. As voted by the internet. It's the running joke. Hey, did you know, Rick, mm. on the way here, I got pulled over for speed? Did you know that? No, I did not. And I said, Officer, you can't give me a ticket. I'm running a marathon tomorrow. You know what he said? Oh, don't play the race card, mate. Very, very good. Okay, that's one. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I, do you know what? I don't reckon we'll even get in trouble for that one. So I reckon, I reckon you've done well to keep here's us out a, of trouble. Here's a good one. I don't quite understand. It's not the best. It's not. Look, as far as well-crafted jokes go, this is not right up there. But anyway. Well, I hope you deliver it better than you I'm just reading off sentence. the internet. A charity worker stopped me in the street and asked if I fancied taking part in a marathon. I was going to decline, but then he told me it was for disabled kids and children with severe learning difficulties. I thought, f*** me, I might win this. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty good. Here's right. the best one, though. This is the best one as rated by the internet or the dark web, whatever you assume. I'll definitely say dark web on your phone. Hey, Rick. Yes, mate. Why are priests bad at marathons? Uh, yep. Stay away. <laughs> you can't. Oh, God. Some <clears throat> This is this is the thing, right? So our, this show would have attracted some oh, amazing, beautiful who people. Thinks of that? No, well, you clearly. That is crook. Well, you still just said it on air. It's so, on Google. You yeah, can Google that. Yeah, well, on your phone, you can because but your there phone's... might be kids that read. That no read one's going to read your phone because they'll burn. Now listen, <laughs> this show. I know we're having a joke. 
end of year type stuff. But this uh, show has attracted some amazing people this year with integrity and just amazing guests, inspirational, oh. life-changing episodes for people all around the world. And they are right turning, they're turning off right now in droves. I'll tell you this one off air. It's worse than the priest one. Well, there can't be much worse, but- This is Marathon Joe. There's no worse than what you just said, which Tom's saying you might have to beep and beep and beep some more. Right, mate, 20, uh, we'll move along, please. Enough about From 2020, our goals, Mike Sharkey. We've never done this before. What's that? Our goal's on air now. I think we need to chat about it uh, now. To survive. Um, Doesn't have to be fitness related. It can be anything, mate. Uh, I want to... I'm going to take the girls to see the Field of Lights at Uluru. Oh, beautiful. Three-year art installation. So I want to go there. And I know Jazzy will love it. Uluru because of all the spiritual links. So she'll do that. So that's a goal. Um... Not really goal orientated, to be honest. <laughs> you're not which, really, which might come as a surprise to some. You're not taking this where I wanted you to take it, but can please just. Uh, think what did I run at Cray Ocean Road? Twenty-eight minutes. Or no, something? It was faster. No, I think it was about that. Oh, oh, I'm going to run like twenty-six. Okay. Take two minutes off the six. Anything day. business? I love business. I love the family stuff. That was to maybe good. cut the jobs back from eight to maybe six. <laughs> You've got your fingers in a lot of pies. He's all over the radio and television listeners. If you're out of Australia, this fella. Um, oh, okay. Thank you, I guess, for that. If I love the family stuff. I also want to spend more time with the family. I'm very lucky I can I can do a bit of the sport stuff and um, help out and coach the kids in, in sport, but a bit more travelling and a bit more experiences and not about... Um, Certainly not about material stuff, just travelling and experiencing a bit more, even if it's just three or four day road trips. Um, and I'm lucky that I've got enough help here that I can probably start to do that a bit more over the next 12 months. My number one goal, number That's two. That's reality, right? Yeah, 100%. For, and you and I work for ourselves and whatever else, and there's a heap of people here at Runners and a heap of people listening probably in the same boat. And I reckon, and I know for me it's the biggest problem I've got, is you get uh, married or addicted to your work mm. because... You don't have hours. You can just keep working whenever you like. And work just tends to roll on and roll on and roll on and roll on. And if you don't give yourself a break when you work for yourself, you don't get a break. No, it's, so it has to be so front of mind because if you don't have a break, you cook yourself. So that's a great call, Mick. Um, right. At, I can't. So this is the thing, unfortunately, this show, five minutes ago, I told me. You just gave some of the most insightful advice ever. That's so hope, what I do. hopefully the people that need I that shock advice and delight. No, but hopefully they, they haven't switched off by now. But honestly, that's magnificent. Write it down somewhere because you're going to forget. We all get obsessed and addicted to being better. Um, but unfortunately, when you are on your own business, it's not it's not conducive to performance. It um it's really counterintuitive. So remember that what Shark just told you. And my other goal would just look. I've been fit, fit, uh, racing fit or game fit for nearly a decade which is ridiculous but it's just the way life is so uh, because of all this um aforementioned help that i now have um and i've got a few other things i've got in place now i'm, I'm really passionate about using this year to get myself back to some shape oh is yeah. this the same sort of shape that you're in when you pose nude for the uh football calendar that then graced coffee mugs and <laughs> other merchandise around the place. Uh, Are we going to see you back in that? Sort yeah, of look, it's not about aesthetics, is it? That that was for a that was actually for Beyond Blue that calendar, and a little bit of money might have gone to the footy trip, but enough about that. Beyond Blue, 
Mate, you get the rig out looking like that, you're only making other blokes depressed. So you're not helping. I think it wasn't just me, it was 15 other footballers, but enough of you. Now, just some marathon or something, I'm going to, Great Ocean Road, I'll get myself fit. Um, what are you looking at now? You can't possibly, well, the show's over, you can't be Googling anything else. No, it's you, good. They can't see the photo through the mic either. I think he's trying to Google the photo and he's going to put it through the mic. And Tom Senior will sell it. Photo's good. I'll post it online. The photo means nothing. It's about the performance I was in back then. And yes, I was. Um, I need to get back there, I think. So we're going to be working on that over the next 12 months. But what what I want you to do is tag up. He's watching the race. He's watching race two. Right. Race three. Race two. Try to, anyway, try to, try to on, be professional. The quality hasn't even begun. Um, but please tag. Look, email. Look, all our guys um, in, in Melbourne, we, we try to have a coffee or an email, chat or a phone call over this period. So just to talk about 2020, so if you're an online athlete that is on runners.com, um, please, please email me in and um, and just give me... Or Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, or all, all the socials because we're... Tag we're, us we're, in on the socials. It's not just me. We've got a lot of people working those that can that can get back to you. And if you need me personally, then I certainly will be more than happy to, to flick you over some advice. And, and it's just about getting faster and, and, and being, being able to run longer and just being able to enjoy each day. That's, that's the thing. Um, waking up every day, like Shark said, being able to move and, and have fun with the kids and go on adventures and, and just feel good. Feel yeah. good about yourself every day. And if you're not in that spot, then let's uh, go inward, as Lisa Wilson said this morning, go inward and use January to really take stock. And, and it's not about the turn of the calendar. It's about having a little bit more downtime just to... Yeah, you've got to relax. Yeah, put yourself first. And then how can we get better in 2020? Yeah. Have we covered everything off? If, if you I could, think we have. If you could see this moron across from me right now, he's watching race three. Bold star. Just while still through. trying to talk to people. Yeah, no, I can do that. I'm no. multitask, mate. When I'm on radio, I don't even. No, actually, I won't say that. Don't say sound that. You've got very. You got a lot of money right on those radio gigs. Now, listeners, thanks so much for a beautiful uh, 2019. We are gonna have a. What's a, what's occur when you join with another mob? Is it simulcast? Um, we are going to do a Simple podcast cast. with Virtus, uh, Lockie Wallace, myself, Lockie, and Jared Pulsar Moo, um, touching on a really sensitive subject of the mental health. But a bit of a bit of a um, what do I call it? A combination episode. That's not what the word I'm after. Someone far more articulate than me will fill me in on that. But we're going to have that out around that early January period. It's a a, a mashup episode, I guess you could call it. I like with, it with us and Virtus from Mornington. So. Listeners, thanks so much for all your support in 2019. I'll thank Mick Sharkey for all his work. Thank you, everybody. He's done stuff all, but he has a good year on a professional and sporting front. Listeners, enjoy Christmas. Have very safe and uh, make sure you hug your loved ones and just have a, a great time. Uh, plenty of laughing and plenty of plenty of banter around the Christmas lunch table. Be safe, be happy, and do something today that's going to make you much, much better tomorrow.